0: In the professional safety community, communication and planning are just a few keys to your program's success. The question many practitioners have is, where do I start? Dr. Jay Allen, the creator of the Safety FM platform and host of the Rated-R Safety Show has built a global foundation to help you along the way. Go to safetyfm.com and listen to some of the industry's best and most involved professionals, including Blaine Hoffman with the Safety Pro, Sam Goodman with the Hop Nerd, Sheldon Primus with the Safety Consultant, Jim Pozell with Safety Wars, Emily Elrod with Unapologetically Bold, and many others.
1: This this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Warning, the following broadcast contains adult language, adult content, frank safety discussions, and stories that might sound unbelievable. But believe me, every one of those stories is true. We didn't start the safety war, but we are going to fight to win it. For our families, for our communities, for our workplaces, and for our lives. Good morning, good evening, whatever the case may be. Welcome to Safety Wars for Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. We're going to start out today with an update on polio. Now, you might be saying, well, Jim, why are we talking about polio again? It's a real simple reason. I'm pretty much at the epicenter of this outbreak, or whatever we're calling this situation, right here at home in rockland county new york and reportedly according to social media posts this is happening about a mile or two away from my house so we all have a lot of concern here in rockland county on this if you've been paying attention but the question is always with all these situations what's the real risk here according to reports polio has been found in sewage which is one of the main vectors that it spread is through gluvanel. Results indicate that there are hundreds of people exposed. Right now, they are only reporting that on one person that actually has the illness, but sometimes this illness, like COVID, could appear as something else, is my understanding. Polio containment has been a victim of its own success. What What am I saying? Why would I say that, right? Because of we have polio vaccinations and we have treatments of varying effectiveness, we have not really seen a huge polio outbreak since 1952 or 53. Polio has pretty much been eradicated. And when we were growing up, meaning people in my vintage, our parents, our grandparents, maybe even our great grandparents had nightmares with polio. They knew people who actually had polio, knew people who died of polio. And they made, what did they do? They made sure that we got our vaccinations. So, human nature does what human nature does. You you can read ancient religious texts that describe what human beings do and what our outlook is. Unless it's not personal and we don't have personal experience with it, people don't take the uh, risk serious. We've seen this. So, vaccine rates have waned in a lot of communities because of polio, uh, because of polio being contained, because we don't have these major outbreaks Uh, until we had one with COVID a couple years ago when we know what what happened with that. Just hit my microphone there, so if you hear a bang, that's what it was. All this stuff should not be new to the safety community. So, for example, lockout and tagout. We have not had a lockout-tagout incident in Nears Gym, so why do we have all these procedures? Now we have a license to violate all of them. I have to deal with stuff with like PPE. I just got an audit report yesterday. One of the projects I'm involved with, a whole bunch of people that wear hard hats. Well, we have no overhead hazards and nobody's having, a, you know, blah, blah, blah. We haven't had a overhead hazard uh, in weeks. And I'm like, well, dude, you ha- we've had things falling from overhead inadvertently. Things have gotten by our precautions that we take. Gotta wear a hard hat. Well, I don't know anybody who's had a head injury. Well, you know, I don't want to know anybody who has had a serious head injury, especially on my projects. It goes back and forth. We hear this all the time. You pick your safety procedure that people don't uh, want to do, right? Same thing happens with getting rid of your safety person first when you have an economic slowdown. Then your workers all get put at risk, and then all of a sudden you're paying these huge workers' comp payouts and stuff with OSHA. Uh, citations, fines, you name it. Well, maybe if you would have just paid a safety person, that's gonna been swapped out, but this is, you know, you could have paid a safety person to prevent this rather than pay someone else to respond to it and, uh, you know, the medical stuff, insurance. It's a nightmare. So what am I doing here? We have vaccinations, which are the primary fighter against polio. We have a whole bunch of other stuff on how to manage this. Let's take it serious. Let's remember, polio requires multiple doses over years, according to the information I have, and you need to seek guidance from your medical provider on vaccinations. I'm not giving medical advice here. What is reportedly happening, especially in my area, is that children are not getting vaccinations because they historically have had a religious exemption. That has been since repealed in the state of New York, there is no religious exemption. So what a lot of parents have been doing because of this and because of COVID have been yanking their children out of school and then all of a sudden those children don't get tracked or it makes it a lot more difficult to track vaccination rates. not giving medical advice here. Now we have a new threat right here in New York and it has spread. Started that in New York, but it went through all states except for one, Wyoming, as of yesterday. There's almost 9,000 cases. If you guessed monkeypox, you guessed right. Now I'm gonna warn you: this may offend some people, and uh, you know you may want to have the kitties out of the room for this. I was hoping that this would not become a major issue because uh, people get offended. You know, and safety wars, sometimes people we'll get offended on Safety FM. Let's offend people. One of my first thoughts. At the beginning of this thing, four weeks ago, it was limited to the homosexual community. And I heard stuff that I hadn't heard in 40 freaking years. Right? What I heard with HIV. Right? And coronavirus at the beginning. Well, these people deserved it. Oh, really? Can you name a bigger for lack of a better word, asshole comment than that. No, these are not from, no, uh, the conservatives, or these are from all corners here. This is from everybody. Well, this is a behaviorally spread disease. If you could change the behavior, blah, blah, blah. It sounded like a lot of BBS practitioners. Change the behavior, blame the worker. Right? Blame the employee. Blame the victim. This is the way... AIDS was managed back in the 1980s. There's a famous documentary uh, on all of this and how it was managed and how it was managed horrible and probably was uh, uh, caused, uh, we know now, caused more problems than solved. So today we know HIV, the virus that causes AIDS, was likely present since antiquity to a certain extent, but definitely since the late 1800s. In the 1980s, several patient zeros were identified and personally called out. In part, that's what led to the HIPAA regulations, the privacy, medical privacy regulations, and our familiar bloodborne pathogen standard being passed by OSHA. With HIV, other communities started to become impacted: hemophiliacs, uh, medical uh, uh, practitioners, and everybody. You no, know, that's the nature of human behavior and viruses. They tend to go everywhere. So don't think that this is just going to be limited to. Uh, uh, one population and, you know, oh, all of a sudden, oh, we gotta pick on that population, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. That's not the way to handle this. It's One, it's morally wrong. And as I, my former minister, God rest his soul, said to, uh, uh during his interview for the, his ordination, what do you, uh, which was about the time of uh, when this came out, HIV in the mid to late 80s, really became a problem. He said, Jesus had his lepers, now we have People who are sick here, you got to help the sick, you got to help people. Now, we have a situation going on where there is a daycare center in Illinois. And reportedly, one of the workers at the daycare center has monkeypox. Now here's the question, did he or she get it from the children? Or did the children get exposed from this person? we don't know at this point and let's remember this is spread by casual contact as well as sexually so who knows where this is going this has gotten out of this esoteric uh theoretical thing whereas in this population now? it's in what what do we call it what's what's the daycare center called it's called the workplace how are we gonna manage this are we gonna backlash and blame people for getting monkeypox because I tell you what, now, and that's my cat in the background agreeing with me, now this is an HR issue. We have over 9,000 people as of yesterday that have this thing. But there is good news. We have a vaccination, and unlike COVID, there is a better on handle on how this is transmitted. This is a known illness. But I'm going to predict that if we do not go and manage this thing, this might be another COVID situation. Because there are shortages on vaccinations. There's reportedly one facility in Europe that makes this stuff. And I don't think it's too soon for us to start asking the question, what do we plan on doing about this? right. I'm trying to get the organizations I work with out front for this thing. You can contact us at 845-269-5772 or jim at safetywords.com. What do we need to do? This is what I'm trying to teach. This is what we promote here. We're about being reasonable. We talk about being rational, taking logical precautions, not an emotional knee-jerk response. That's what we're used to doing and they're bad results all the way around. So what do we need? Rationality, logic, science, everything else. And that's how we're going to win that safety war. We're going to be able to win that safety war on monkey pops without actually having to fight it and let's also remember going around judging people does not help the situation because maybe God's judging us on how we react to these situations think of it that way what am I gonna do to make the situation better what am I gonna do to make the situation less severe all that goes into fighting this safety war that we're always talking about. It's not about conflict. It's about conflict resolution. It's about mitigating things. It's about not letting things not get out of hand. That's what that safety war is. It's not going in arguing with people. It's having backbone and having and having respect for the other person and also what are you gonna do to get some type of respect on your end? For Safety Wars, this is Jim Poulzel. Is your safety training old, stale, and hackneyed? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com. Or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces.